It's the Jeremiah Show. Welcome to the show. Wow, this uh, feels like a uh, it feels like December today in Santa Barbara. Thunderclouds rolled in last night, dropped a little bit of rain, uh, at least where I live. Uh, driving to the studio today, there's a chill in the air. Brought some hot tea into the studio. It smells good in here, and uh, we're, we're entering the holiday season. We're in it already, actually. Uh, and so I've got two very special guests today in studio that have uh they're going to bring the holidays to us in, in a very unique way with some great artwork and uh and a really really cool gallery here in santa barbara i'm going to tell you all about it in just a moment uh first i just want to start off at the top here and dedicate this very special episode in loving memory to singer and songwriter and a pillar of fleetwood mac christine mcvee who sadly passed yesterday november 30th 2022. Throughout the show, um, in dedication to Christine and her, her beautiful work, body of work and, and music, the entire soundtrack today is Christine McVie, so I hope that you enjoy it. Okay, let's start uh, the show here. Down by the ocean, down in what is called the funk zone here in Santa Barbara. The railroad tracks run through this an old industrial neighborhood, which has been sort of had a rebirth of sorts with new restaurants and breweries and coffee shops, art galleries, wineries, uh, wine tasting rooms. It's just a, a, a really neat place in Santa Barbara, a couple blocks from the beach. And you can still hear the whistles blow <laughs> down by those tracks that run parallel to the Pacific Ocean, which is just mere yards away. If you use your imagination, you can still smell the wheat and the barley dust, remnants of the Weber's Bread Bakery, the tall metal and historic feeder silo that sits near these tracks and held those ingredients for decades made thousands and thousands of loaves of bread before it took on a new life and became Silo 118 Art Gallery, showcasing and housing premier artists from around the world right here in Santa Barbara. <laughs> Sitting with me today is Larry Vigon. Larry Vigon is a friend and a friend of the show. You may have heard past interviews with Larry and I and great conversations that we've had, heard some of the stories that Larry has told. He's quite a storyteller. And uh, the life that he lives, lives and has lived uh, is fascinating. So if you haven't checked out those episodes, go, go back. You, I'll, I'll put the episode numbers and links in all the social here when I post this episode so that you can go back and hear more about Larry's life. Today, he's here to talk about his new gallery show at Silo 118 when they present Madonna and Bunny and Friends, a holiday exhibit. It's running this December 1st through January 14th 
And there's a reception this Saturday on December 3rd at 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock. So back to Larry. If you haven't heard those episodes, if you, if you don't know Larry, this is a good time to get to know him. Larry Vigon is an award-winning art director and designer who is credited for some of the most iconic album covers from the 70s and the 80s and beyond. He has designed over 200 albums and single sleeves for Fleetwood Mac, Eric Clapton, Counting Crows, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Chicago, Pat Benatar, Carol King, Sparks, Bonnie James, Thomas Dolby, Lois Mahalia, Kylie Spark, and so many more. But he is equally known for his works with some of the greatest photographers of the late 20th century, including Helmut Newton, George Hirell, Joyce Tennyson, William Claxton, Peter Beard, and others. He's also known for his corporate design, which includes clients such as IBM, Epson, the City of Los Angeles, Paramount Television, the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas, the House of Blues, Broadway posters, advertising campaigns, magazines, and books, including the famous C.J. Young's Red Book. When Larry is not working on commercial projects, he enjoys creating personal art projects that often combine two disciplines. His paintings are in private collections all over the world. Larry's first book in 2006, Dream, a Journal, was published by W.W. W. Norton in New York. Larry Vigon's new two-volume set of books are a collection of over five, 50 years excuse me, of creativity, carefully curated and laid out in a presentation that stuns the senses and delights the eyes. It's titled Serious Play. Art Direction and Design by Larry Vigon. Design by Larry Vigon and Cynthia Burt. And Photography by Bill Dewey. By Palman Publishing. You can get it at SeriousPlay-Book.com and go to LarryVigon.com as well. Okay, also joining me is Bonnie Rubenstein. Bonnie, uh, you have to, you're a little bit of a mystery to me, and I'm so glad to have the opportunity to sit down with you uh, in this closed room in this radio station here in Santa Barbara on this rainy day and talk about your your uh, your baby silo 118 it has such a rich uh, neat past that that we're gonna learn about um, that to me made when I went and saw Larry Vigon's show back it was it it was March 2022 right uh, I think it was also like a cold foggy night and there was a full moon I got some, uh, a lot of your art, Larry, was projected on the side of the silo, and I took a lot of photos that night of the crowd looking at your art and um, that and posted that on Facebook, and it was one of the most popular posts I've ever put up there. It was just, everybody was so, um, they just loved the visuals and the, and the artwork that you had put up there, uh, that you had showed. And when I met you, Bonnie, you were busy uh, at the gallery. Everyone wanted your attention. It looked like Larry was selling some books and some artwork. Um, but I didn't get a chance to, to know you, so now I, now I have that opportunity. Welcome to the show, both of you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Nice to have you. Nice sure. to see you again, nice Larry. Nice to be here. Uh, Bonnie, let's, let's first, if you don't mind, uh, talk about Silo 118. How did you discover the building? How, how did you... Did you envision a gallery right from the start, or did it take shape and then become a obsession that you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, actually, it was pretty funny. Um, I was visiting Santa Barbara because somebody had told me about another gallery possibility. I was still living out east then, but I had decided to move out west because my daughter lived here. I thought temporarily, but it turned out it was like permanent, and I thought, well. All right, I'm not going to be a bicoastal grandma. I'm going to move out here. So uh, I started looking for a space to have an art gallery, and I was wandering the funk zone after I'd had the meeting uh, with the other gallerist, and then um, I stumbled accidentally onto the silo, and the door was open. I had been there once before, and the door was closed. So, And people tell me that all the time. Well, when we come by, and the door is always closed. And so 
Anyway. It was fate. It was fate. <laughs> and Michael Armour, who was... Um, who has been in the building for about 20 years. He's an artist and a writer. And he had his work on the walls, and he was sitting down there, and we chatted. And we chatted for a long time. And I got the impression that he was, like, ready to make a change in his life. And I said, so would you like to rent the gallery to me? And he says, I'm thinking about it. And we're total strangers to each other. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, okay, well, you think about it. You caught him on a good day. Yeah. (laughs) You think about it. And and I went back to Washington, D.C., where I was from. And um, three weeks later, we had a contract, and I packed my bags, and I came out here. So um, that was in 2016. That happened quickly. It happened really quickly. But I was ready. And and so I was out here in um, October of 2016. And I had the gallery, and I was a total newbie at this, at this, and I was, you know, I was just winging it, and I had the gallery for probably almost two years, and then I decided that I was going to move to Los Angeles. I move a lot, and uh, I stayed there for two years, and then I decided, no, I want to be in the gallery business still. And Los Angeles, we went through pandemic, and. It was weird for everybody. Hmm. Los Angeles was a strange place to be, an interesting place to be, but also strange. And I thought, I want to go back to Santa Barbara where it's a little bit calmer and a little bit um, more manageable as a place to live and a place to work. So I did. I called Michael and I said, "Uh, is the gallery still available? He said, yes. (laughs) And he says, we'd love to breathe some life into this place again. So um, that was what happened. So a year ago, I opened it up again. And it's been it's been a different experience this time. Yeah. How so? Well, I know now more. You can have people in there, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one. I, I, I know more about the business. Yeah. I know uh, a lot more about the business. And I've been attracting really interesting artists, which is very nice. It's amazing how many people want to show their work and will approach you. And I, I'm sure that all the gallerists in town have this experience. Mm-hmm. But um, I really wasn't having it the first time I was here. But I think I've got, I have a website that a lot of people come to. And I think what has happened that is that people start to see the silo as a place to show art, as a good place to show art. Was Larry Vigon in March, was that your first uh, with, show? With him? No. No, you had I, shows before. I had then. shows before, yeah. Um, the before it, the silo 118 was a gallery what was the building well, it has the building pretty interesting history doesn't it it has an amazing history it was built in the 40s and it was built to house the flour the milled flour that serviced the bread factory next door. So I think they just funneled it right into the factory. They had, I mean, that building is very tall. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. And it was filled with flour. And so they had a way of just, you know, probably a chute of some sort that right. went right into the bread factory. They even built railroad ties to come up to the gallery so that the trains could pick up the finished product or mm-hmm. deliver the, I don't know where the flour was delivered from, but yeah. It so. was for Weber bread, was Weber it not? Weber bread for So I looked 40 them up years. today. They're still open. And they're in Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it the same Weber bread? I think so. Oh, that's interesting. I think so. It's um, sort of like what was the, that very famous bread that you know we all ate when we were kids? So Wonder, Wonder. Wonder bread. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same type of bread. The polka dot package. Yeah, yeah, that's what I always think of when I think of Wonder bread. I think yeah. of that. I loved yeah. that package as a kid. So yeah. I don't know what it does to kids, but it <laughs> it did something to me. I don't think there was any nutrition involved. No, I don't think so. <laughs> you was, might as well just ate the plastic <laughs> with the polka dots. Right. Fill up your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was the Weber Bread Factory, and I didn't know that they were still in business. So, but that, that's very interesting. We'll have to add that to the website. <laughs> if it's true, I'll double check. Maybe it's another Weber yeah. Bread Company. But yeah, it looked like it was. It said it had been yeah. open for. But I thought it. I, th- I thought Weber was here in Santa Barbara for some reason, but maybe I don't know. Well, I should have dug a little bit deeper, I guess. So I had those answers that's for you. Right. I thought you would. You might know. <laughs> well, this factory was open for about forty years. 
And people have come into the gallery who used to live in the area. And exactly what you said, they they said it was so wonderful because in the morning they could smell Smell the the baking bread. And it was like uh, just magic. There was one woman who walked in. She said, my grandmother lived here and I used to love to visit just because of the bread. Mm -hmm. It was one of my best memories in life was uh, walking through Toulouse in France in the morning with all the bakeries there on the street. And the the flour would come up. Through mm. through the street grates, right? And then the flour would kind of hang in the air and the aroma of the bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing better. And I can imagine with with Silo 118 or, or the yeah. the old you know factory there that the yeah. with the fog and the yeah. ocean air blowing right yeah. there, I'm sure it smelled. It probably carried for miles. Probably. Um, yeah. So d- uh, let's talk about the show. And I want to talk a little bit about, about your background um, from the East Coast. But the... Uh, before we move on from Silo 118, the actual physical building, you, it, it, I only obviously saw the gallery where you where you mm-hmm. display or mm-hmm. show off these these great artists like Larry Vigon. Uh, are there more? Is there more above storage or offices or? There's no storage, unfortunately. Also, there's no running water or heat mm. <laughs> in the building, <laughs> which complicates things a little bit. Um, the there is electricity though. There is like one and a half more stories. The, the complete story above me, the second level, is a painting studio for um, the person I rent from, I, I sublet from. Mm-hmm. And he is also an author and writes. So he uses a little loft uh, that's kind of the third story, but it's not a complete floor as his writing studio. So he's there pretty much every day. All the time. Yeah, um, Bonnie, where you came from the East Coast? What was your your background before? Has it always been in art? No, art was and always my passion, but I uh, I worked for a living yeah. <laughs> in, in something else. I mean, artists work for a living, obviously, but I I drew my income from. Um, nonprofit fundraising and politics. I was in politics for about twenty five years, thirty years. And you always just had a passion for art, and and I did. My degree is in art. Was it a dream to own a gallery at one in one? It's one been day? for years. My yeah. dream. I also dreamt that I was going to be the next it girl in art as a painter, <laughs> and when that didn't materialize, I said, "Let's go to the other dream." Well, so, your other dream has materialized, so maybe. Is. Your yeah. first dream may still, it's not too, it's never too late, right? It's Larry? never too late, but I've learned a long time ago. yourself? Yeah, I learned a long time ago that, you know, you either have it or you don't, yeah. you know, you either work at it like, there's like there's nothing else to do. I mean, one of the things that I always tell artists, this is a little aside, who always want to sell their work, do not go into this to sell work. Go into this to become a good artist. If you want to, if you need money, get a job. But if you're going to be an artist, be an artist, and don't worry about selling. And mm-hmm. you may never sell. You may, but that should not be your goal. Right. So, I I agree with that. But um, just chiming in, mm-hmm. if if you start a project thinking, oh, this is going to be great, it's going to sell, you're dead already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then your ego gets involved. You're not right. Just working with the paint you know you're always right. thinking about something else right uh, and it doesn't let you just get in touch with your kind of basic feelings yeah um, for me it's you check your ego at the door of the studio mm-hmm. and then you go in and let it all happen mm-hmm. and forget about selling mm-hmm. and- well Larry that's an interesting um, point that both of you have made that you and Bonnie just made that you don't do it for the money. If you set out for the, for for doing it for the money, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, and you're going to fail most likely. But you have worked for some of the these big corporations, uh, artists. Uh, people have sought you out and hired you to help create their brands. Mm-hmm. So many iconic brands that we all see and touch almost every single day around the world. Um, you've done this humbly and quietly, and and um, and how hard is it for you to know that it's also a business? I mean, I know you have a lot of personal work that you mm-hmm. produce um, that probably gives you a lot of happiness, but a lot of your work is f- is paid for by clients. Well, yes, luckily. Does it, are you able to compartmentalize and not well, I d- and say, I don't, um, I'm still creative, I'm not... Yeah, yeah. 
even with commercial work, although I'm getting paid, I'm still trying to be true to my own values. And it, it's not like I'm just doing it just for the money. It's, it never it's, feels like a chore, though, like a no, like work. It, it's exci- I love the design process so much. I'm ex- ex- excited 50 years you know, later as I was back when I first started. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, but I think even with commercial art, if you sit down and go, I'm going to do the best logo that anyone's ever seen, you're dead in the water already. Um, for, for my um, process, I, I'm a very good listener. I listen to the client and try and hear things that maybe other people wouldn't hear and um, just kind of tap into um, something that feels more personal to the client. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I go from there. But I don't do it to win awards, and I, I um, you know, it's, it's, I just follow my instincts, really, and mm-hmm. it, it seems to have paid off. But, you know, I'd been given the opportunity. My dad wanted me to take over his thriving business um, when I was uh, just uh, starting art school. He said, you know, why don't you go to business school and, and you can start off in my factory and running it. You know, I'll pay you 100000 a year. You can have any car you want. And um, I thanked him and said, no, I, I'm an artist. You weren't tempted. It was sink or swim. I didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Um, that I thought, or I didn't know I was going to make money at it. I wanted to, and I knew I'd be a starving artist for a while. I didn't want to remain one, but if I was, then that's it, because I think it's in my DNA. I don't do the art for money. I do it because it's like breathing for me. Mm. Beautiful. Bonnie, the gallery was your dream. Why Why was it your dream? It was your second dream, but but now it's your first, and it's, it's what you do. What, why was it a dream of yours? Well, I a love gallery? art. I love being around art, and it sort of gives me an opportunity to just be surrounded by it, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I guess that's the best answer I can I can give you. That's on a that. good answer. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, when we come back, we're going to talk. We're, we're here with Larry Vigon, artist. <laughs> Capital A. (laughs) Bonnie and Bonnie Rubenstein uh, from Silo 118. Silo 118 presents Madonna and Bonnie and Friends, a holiday exhibit. You've got to go check this out down at Silo 118 in the Funk Zone. December 1st. 2022 through January 14th, 2023. There is a reception this Saturday, and if you've ever wanted to meet Larry Vigon, here's your opportunity. <laughs> December 3rd at 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock, I'm going to be there. Uh, Larry, will you, will you say hi to me? I guess so. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> um, again, it's Larry Vigon and Bonnie Rubenstein. Uh, Silo 118 presents Madonna and Bunny and Friends, a holiday exhibit. Check out the website. It's at silo118.com. You can also go to Larry Vigon's website at larryvigon.com. I'm going to spell his last name for you. V-I-G-O-N. We'll be right back. There are people who love to explore, go off the beaten path, and discover unexpected new things. We have just the place for you. Come find Silo 118 in the Funk Zone of Santa Barbara. It's a hole-in-the-wall building that once housed the flower for the rubber bread factory next door. Today, it's an art gallery featuring exciting contemporary artists from around the country and even internationally. The current show featuring the work of Larry Vigon will delight kids of all ages, called Madonna and Bunny and Friends, and you'll see understand why when you see the work. He has lots of friends in the gallery. Please come and meet them. The address is 118 Gray Avenue in Santa Barbara, and the hours are Thursday through Saturday noon to 5 o'clock or by appointment at 301-379-4669. The show runs through January 14th, 2023. 
Restaurant is a tasty new segment on the Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play the Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel, I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show. Larry Vigon and Bonnie Rubenstein are my special guests today in studio, which is actually exciting in it itself for me. I don't have many studio guests these days. Everybody's gotten used to doing Zoom. They're here to talk about Madonna and Bunny and Friends. It's a gallery exhibit this December 1st, starting today through January 14th, 2023. But this is where you're, you're going to want to go to the reception this Saturday down in the Funk Zone at Silo 118. Um, it's December 3rd, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock. You can meet Larry and Bonnie and uh, see all of this great art in one spot with the artist and the gallery owner. Welcome back. It's been nice to have both of you here today. How did you both meet, by the way? We have a Bonnie, mutual friend. A mutual friend showed Bonnie my serious play book. Oh. Right. And then Bonnie called me and said, would you be interested in a, in a show? It was that simple. And uh, I, Well, I called him and said, can we meet? <laughs> so he said, yeah, why don't you come to the house to the, where his studio is? And I said, sure. And after that, we put together a show. Oh, great. Well, I, uh, I love this quote, uh, Larry, of yours. Uh, the visual expression of a concept can have an enduring quality and be understood anywhere in the world in a way that language sometimes fails. That has been my life's work. That, uh, that says so much, uh, it's, it's a great quote. Um, it says so much about you as well. So tell me about the show. This is such a, it, it's so unique. I, had, I don't know how to describe it. Describe, Larry, if you could, the art and the inspiration well, for the art. Um, Madonna and Bunny. <laughs> so we could start there. Uh, now, I wouldn't describe myself particularly as a religious person, but I am fascinated by religious art. Paintings, drawings, music. Um, there's been so much incredible art created, uh, inspired by religion. Uh, so I'm interested in the iconography, the images. Um, now, I was looking at a 
painting of a Madonna and child. And I was thinking about my wife Sandra's favorite animal, which is a, which are bunny rabbits. And, uh, and I thought, oh, um, what if I have Madonna holding a bunny instead of a child? <laughs> and that's where it started. And uh, I've done a number of the paintings uh, and lino cuts. Um, there's an artist from the 1920s named Eric Gill who did some Madonna and child woodcuts. Uh, which I thought were really beautiful. And then I did a whole series of lino cuts based on his woodcuts. Mm. And uh, so that's where the Madonnas and bunnies started, really, with my, my wife's favorite animal. And then Bonnie saw some other work I had done when I was in Italy. Um, and it was one of those times it was a very joyous time living in Italy I loved uh, my wife and I were living in Florence and I was painting one day and not really thinking about anything I just smeared some paint across a page and then dropped some ink into it ink drops and then I started pushing the wet ink around and creating these little characters that seemed to be walking on a beach looking for um, sea glass or something like that <laughs> and I did a series I did six of these paintings, uh, just 11 by 14 inches. Um, uh, and that was it. And, and uh, Bonnie saw those and said, oh, we should, we should have those in the show. Those are the f so we went from Madonna and Bunny to Madonna and Bunny and Friends. <laughs> um, then I tried to, and then knowing I was going to include these ink drop characters in the show, I thought, well, maybe I'll do a few new ones. But it's kind of my nature to want to move on after I've done something. Plus, I was living in Italy, and I was feeling different. Now I'm living in Santa Barbara. Still a joyous place to live, but I'm in a different frame of mind. And when I tried to recreate um, what I had done on automatic pilot, once again, the ego comes in. Uh, I've got to recreate this. I've got to make this look good. And... How do you recreate that spontaneity? Mm -hmm. So I thought this is this is hopeless. So I, I'm going to do a variation, and that's when I decided to paint with water, and then drop ink into the puddles of water. And mm -hmm. it's really interesting creating um, these figures. Um, you'll see there's three of them in the show that are 36 inches wide and 84 inches high. Um, that wow. are quite powerful pieces, wouldn't you agree? I think that this series is so spectacular. It's like you walk into the gallery and you that's what you see, are these larger pieces and they're all black and white with little bits of color that you really have to look to find. And they're just beautiful. And I'm... I, I, my feeling is that I just want to see more. I want to see what he's going to do next. I want to see that whole concept developed into something even more and yeah. fill up huger spaces with it. So these pieces, this is my latest, up, completely up-to-date latest right. work. Um, and there's another one I've done that's a dog, another one that's a bear. Um, there's it's some beautiful. faces. Um, and it's kind of a slightly controlled chaos. Mm. I, I, you can't really control running water in a way, and you can a bit, but um, uh, the process is fun and new, and I'm excited. I'm going to keep doing it. And um, well, yeah, I hope. And what an opportunity to go see this in yeah. person. Oh. Um, and especially you, on when Saturday you see it, night just with Larry it, it's there. So, it's luscious. Yeah. Yeah. It's just luscious. You know, just hanging the show the other day and actually seeing, I'd only ever seen these 36 by 84 inches laying flat. Mm -hmm. But once we actually got them vertical on the wall and you see them, the life-size Larger figures, than life-size. Larger than life-size mm -hmm. figures. 
No, there's a photo on the website, and I believe maybe in a press release that I saw of Larry in front of the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are those the paintings you're referring yeah, yeah. to? Yeah. I'll put those up on, uh, on, oh, yeah. they're, on they're Facebook amazing. today. Yeah. I post the show. I posted that uh, on Facebook and, and Instagram, and I got more responses to that than any other post I've ever had since I've been on Facebook, mm. which has been years. Hey, did uh, I get so photo credit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, oh. I think that's saying some people are responding to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, if no, uh, like I said, the last lovely. show in March with you and the photos, the uh, people responded. Yeah, you yeah know. but this is even more. This is this is stronger. Yeah. That's great. Well, you then you have to work. see it. You have to go see this. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Work. I'll be there on, on, uh, on the at the reception this Saturday, December third, five o'clock to seven. It's Silo 118 presents Madonna and Bunny and Friends. It's a holiday exhibit. Uh, exhibit. It runs though. If you can't make it this Saturday through tonight, the first today, through January fourteenth, twenty twenty-three, you can look at uh, Larry's other work at LarryVigon.com. And also uh, learn more about the show at Silo118's website, Silo118.com. We will be right back. Silo 118 is one of those hole-in-the-wall gems that one can unexpectedly find walking while perusing an old industrial area, in this case, the funk zone of Santa Barbara, which, if truth be told, isn't really very funky anymore as development slowly takes over. Before the moment, the old flower silo is still there and offering a vast selection of interesting contemporary art. The current show, Madonna and Bunny and Friends, features Larry Vigon's work of paintings, lino cuts, prints, and ink drops. This latter is a new process that he started developing 20 years ago. This show has something for kids of all ages. The opening reception is Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. Meet Larry and meet his friends. The address is 118 Gray Avenue and hours are Thursday through Sunday noon to 5 p.m. or by appointment at 301-379-4669. Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we are a girl named Tom. Go to girlnametom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. And we're back with The Jeremiah Show.
Hi, I'm Bonnie Rubenstein. I'm right now with Jeremiah Higgins at his wonderful podcast show. And I am the gallerist for Silo 118. And I would love to invite everybody to come down to the gallery to see Larry Vigon's show, Madonna and Bunny and Friends. It's a spectacular show running from December 1st until January 14th. Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show. We're with Larry Vigon and Bonnie Rubenstein. Uh, Silo 118 presents Madonna and Bunny and Friends, a holiday exhibit, December 1st through January 14th, 2023. If you're just joining us, there's a reception this Saturday on December 3rd at 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock. I'd uh, love to meet you. And so with Larry and uh, anybody who's listening, come on down. It's going to be a, a really great show, gallery, gallery showing. Um, Larry, you, I wanted to go back. I didn't want to interrupt you on the, on the last segment that you were talking about you were living in Italy with Sandra, your wife, and uh, her favorite animal is a bunny rabbit. Mm-hmm. And um, you, had, you, painted, you started painting this series, and you, were, you said you were inspired, and then you were in Santa Barbara, and you were recreating and adding. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the same time in your life it wasn't the same moments and right. whatever had inspired this series uh and these inspired you to paint these happened there in florence italy why do you recall why you were inspired at that particular time in florence italy was it this time of year was it the holiday season uh, or was well, it I mean, just the madonna and bunnies came later mm-hmm. it was the ink drop people the first iteration of the ink drop people that happened in Florence. In Italy. Oh, okay. Uh, Florence, you know, it was a carefree time for us. Um, we had sold our house in the Hollywood Hills, um, closed our businesses, sold our cars, and moved to Italy without a plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, wound up in Florence, where we lived for seven months, and uh, it was. You know, it was new, it was exciting. You know what Italy is yeah, like. Yeah, and I love Florence. Know, and <laughs> the food. And good and days the, in Florence. Uh, and, and where we were living, we had the most spectacular view of the whole city below mm. us. And uh, Were you up by the fort up there on the hill above the Duomo? Uh, no, we were at a place called Torre di Bello Sguardo. It was on the other side of the Arno, mm. up on a hill, overlooking mm. uh, the city. It's one of those vantage points where you can see every major um, attraction, yeah. if you want to call it attraction. Um, from that, where we vantage. were staying, mm. you could see every major uh, building from there. I've known you for a little while, and I don't mean to bring up anything personal, but I love uh, one of the things that I really I've admired about you, Larry, is your love for your wife, Sandra. And is she your muse? Pardon? Is she your muse in a way? She. It seems uh, to yes, me you, you yes. tell me um, a lot of the stuff that I like. Yeah, she has inspired. She has been a muse. She's a famous muse. I, I think I've told you before that Peter Green wrote the very famous song Black Magic Woman about her that Santana made into a worldwide hit. In fact, I this morning when I was putting the soundtrack together, which is, um, I was listening to Fleetwood Mac and Peter Green and the Black Magic Woman came on, and mm-hmm. and I thought I remember you had told me that, so I actually like perked up and listened to the <laughs> lyrics for the first time. So, yeah, I mean, Sandra's very inspiring, and she's also a gr- great critic. I show her everything I do. And, you know, sometimes she'll say, oh, that's fantastic, I love it. Sometimes she'll go, oh, that's a bit creepy. Or <laughs> and do you... Or, and sometimes she makes a good suggestion, you know, like, maybe what if you did this or that? And I go, oh, look. 
you know, like, okay, we'll try it. So It was Sandra's idea to pr- project the images on the silo. That was such a great idea. Wasn't In it fact, great? I hope you continue to do that now, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, you know, she just. We got to find said, you a projector because that's so great. Yeah. It's so, ma- it's magical, really. Yeah. I mean, that night with the full moon and the ocean. Yeah. And the, oh, People God. said they saw it from the freeway. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. We got to take our last and final break, and then we're just going to come back and say goodbye to our very special guest today and give you all the information uh, where you can see Madonna and Bonnie and friends um, when we come back. Bonnie, what what do you want to let the listeners know? Uh, why would you encourage them to come see the show? What what are they going to get from the show? Do you think? I mean, every art, everybody gets something different from art, but what do you? What do you hope that they get well, from this? When we put the idea together, we wanted to have things. I wanted to do kind of a holiday concept um, where, you know, there, there would be things that kids would be, want, you know, pa- parents would want to buy for their kids' rooms, that sort of thing. And we've got some um, really sweet uh, bunnies and rabbits, and but a lot of it is really mature work. So it's a mix. It's a real mix. But it has kind of a holiday feel to it. Mature as in bizarre <laughs> do you want to say what you mean by that Larry should they just come and see the for themselves just come and see it but it's not all it's not yeah it sounds like a really sweet show but it's it's not it's, <laughs> it's a mixture it's a mix yeah. it's a okay. good mix they yeah. won't have to cover their kids eyes or anything oh though, absolutely right? no, no, it's not. not that kind of thing yeah. no it's just, absolutely not but it's, yeah. no but it's interesting but it's very interesting so, kids well, kids will like it and I mean, said another way, everybody will get something from it. Absolutely. Yes. Depending on right. your tastes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. The little creatures that he created from, with the ink drops, they're, they're joyful. You know, and kids will love that, and they'll love the bunnies and, and the adults. And then even with his large ink drops, there are animals in there. You can really see so much in them. They're beautiful. So, and then yeah. the kids will go home and want to do ink drops everywhere to, yeah. their, yeah. to their parents' horror. Be warned. <laughs> well, now they know what they can do with them over the weekend. There's yeah. a, there's a, there's something for them to do with their kids. Um, not only you, you go see the show, and then you buy some ink drops and yeah. put your kid in, uh, wrap them in cellophane and exactly. <laughs> put them in the backyard. Cover your carpet. Yeah, yeah, cover your carpet. We'll be right back with Larry Vigan and Bonnie Rubenstein. Silo 118 is located on the ground level of an old flour silo, which held the milled flour for the Weber Bread Company next door, and which manufactured bread for f- more than 40 years. Now it is repurposed into a contemporary art gallery featuring artists from all over the country and internationally. Madonna and Bunny and Friends is the current exhibit featuring the work of Larry Vigon. The opening reception is Saturday, December 3rd from 5 to 7 p.m. Meet Larry and his friends. The address is 118 Gray Avenue and hours are Thursday through Saturday, noon to 5 p.m. or by appointment at 301 379 Four six six nine. Changing 
check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hutch from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, you're loved, Holmes. you need help with your restaurant or hospitality business, see how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of The Jeremiah Show. So listen. Hey, this is Jeff Stump Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Hi, this is Larry Vigon on The Jeremiah Show. Please come down to Silo 118 Gallery to check out my new show starting today and running through January 14th. Hope to see you there. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We've had a great hour here with Larry Vigon and Bonnie Rubenstein. Uh, there's a new gallery exhibit, a holiday exhibit at Silo 118 that I'd love to encourage you to go down to see by Larry Vigon, Madonna and Bunny and Friends, December 1st through January 14th. Um, there's a reception this Saturday, Bonnie. What, what's going to happen at the reception? Why should they come down? Well, there's, you know, it's it's joy. You know, joy to be amongst friends and about people who love art. And that people, when they come down to the receptions, are always happy. Um, we'll have, you know, wine and little goodies and and um, just give an opportunity to talk about art and to talk about life in the funk zone. <laughs> and um, I encourage people to come down. I know that parking is an issue in the funk zone, but just give yourself time. You'll find something and um, it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. And I really encourage people to look for this little out of out of the way place. Mm-hmm. To go see down to the funk art. zone, get a good dinner yeah, at the Lark exactly. or exactly. somewhere down there and yeah. then go over and see this um, or afterwards. Yeah. Bonnie, uh, what do you admire? You're an artist. You are a gallery owner. You've loved art your whole life. What do you admire most from the artist Larry Vigon? Oh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, I, I love his um, dedication and commitment to creating uh, new work, and I also appreciate some of it doesn't work. You know, he ta- he he'll you know, the the sentence he used where sometimes it fails. You know, he just keeps working at it. He just keeps working at it, and some of it is great, and some of it not so great. But. I think he's got he's onto something now with this series that he's working on. Do you have a particular piece that you love out of this new show, Madonna and Bunny and Friends? Yeah, <laughs> I have several. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the 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 women, the 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 eight foot women, they're mm-hmm. fabulous. But that whole series uh, just speaks to me really. It thank really you. does. Well, thank you for coming today. I yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Larry, mm-hmm. thanks so much. It's so good to see you back here. I'm going to see you down Always on Saturday a night. I appreciate you taking the time to promote. Uh, Always. This is the, the house show. of Larry Vigon. There'll be books for sale there also. Great. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, and right. uh, yeah. what are you, uh, is there a particular piece well, that you love? I'm always. You love, you love all. What I'm doing now is always my favorite thing. So, 
um, yeah, this new ink drops in water and these large format uh, pieces are uh, exciting. Mm -hmm. Thank both of you so much for coming today, spending time with us. Larry's website, again, is LarryVigon.com, and you can go to Silo118.com uh, to, to, to see more about the gallery show and upcoming shows. Yeah. Again, Larry Vigon and Bonnie Rubenstein have been my very special guests today. Silo 118 presents Madonna and Bunny and Friends down in the Funk Zone. Reception this Saturday, December 3rd, 5 to 7. And this very special episode was dedicated in loving memory to singer and songwriter and a pillar of Fleetwood Mac, Christine McVie, who sadly passed away yesterday, November 30th, 2022. Thank you for the gift of your music. Thank you for the gift of your art, Larry. And thank you, for Bonnie, for housing and showcasing these great artists. Thank you so much. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. This is comedian Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Hi, everybody. I'm Billy Vera, and I'm here to tell you about my memoir. My memoir is called Harlem to Hollywood, and it's available at Amazon and just about anywhere great books or even lousy books are sold. But mine's a good one, and I think you'll enjoy it. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. 
Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at Jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, The Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.